Hey friend, I need your help. And there's a free gift in it for you. As I go into 2024, I want to be sure that I am delivering valuable content to my listeners. In an effort to do so, I want to hear from you. I've developed a listener survey that I would like you to complete. If you go to the show notes, there will be a link to a Google form with a series of questions. And as soon as you finish the survey, you will get a gift from me. So please help me to help you and complete the Google form listed in the show notes. Thank you, friend. Welcome to another episode on the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast, where it is my mission to help you become fueled by grace and find freedom from people-pleasing so that you can create more time for the things that matter most while elevating your impact as a Christian woman in leadership. Friends, I was in a situation recently that required me to have a rather difficult conversation with a team member, and I wanted to be sure that I approached the conversation with intention and calm and in such a way that would be less likely to be perceived negatively or go off the rails into an emotional rabbit hole. I used a four-step process to approach the conversation, and it was very helpful to set up the conversation and reduce the risk of creating a defensive situation. It was very helpful in ensuring that we ended with a clear direction going forward. I found this tool so helpful that I wanted to share it with you today. You might want to grab a notebook and pen because this is very tactical. Welcome to the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever but never really felt good enough no matter how much outward success you achieve? Do you want more time for the things that matter most? Well, you are in the right place. Here on the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast, we focus on spirit-driven success and share the secrets to having better work-life balance as a busy woman in leadership. Here you will learn how to set boundaries like a boss, find peace of mind, and reclaim your time for the things that matter most. Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, and certified Christian life coach. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. I spent decades people-pleasing and pouring myself into my work. I was looking for my value through the approval of others. This led me to feel burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I realized that I was wasting time and energy looking for validation in all the wrong places. But my life changed when I finally surrendered and God showed me a different way. It is my mission to help you start living the abundant life God has for you. If you're ready to become fueled by grace and find freedom from people-pleasing, if you're ready to multiply your time and impact as a Christian woman in leadership, this podcast is for you. Roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. The process I'm going to explain is extremely beneficial if you are a leader and have to have difficult conversations with team members, but it is truly applicable to any conversation, personal or professional. It helps me to maintain integrity and regulate my emotions, regardless of the response I get from the other person. 
Perfection is never possible, but I do believe this process creates the best odds of success when it comes to challenging conversations. It is very easy to remember, too, because it spells out the acronym GROW, G-R-O-W. After you introduce the conversation, perhaps by thanking the person for taking the time to meet with you, I suggest that you consider opening up with asking for their help even if the reason for the meeting is, in fact, that they have been very unhelpful in contributing to a positive atmosphere. This creates a tone that suggests that you are not just dictating a predetermined solution, but that you are open to hearing their perspective and want them to be part of a positive way forward. I also lay out the outline of what I want to talk about which is essentially the four steps. And that is, remember, G-R-O-W. So the first step is the goal or the desired end result. In other words, the destination. The second is the current reality or the facts about where things are right now, your starting place. Next is the options and or the obstacles real or anticipated in getting to your end goal. And finally, the way forward. In other words, a plan that all can commit to that will bring about the desired goal or outcome. So there are the four steps that spell GROW. G-R-O-W, goal, reality, options or obstacles, and way forward. Now, Let's dive in a little deeper with each step and maybe come up with an example scenario. I'll try a professional example and then we'll talk about how it could be applied personally as well. So scenario number one, let's say you have a team member who is prone toward negativity, always has something to complain about, maybe tends to gossip or stir up trouble with other team members and the other staff are verbalizing that the team morale is declining, that they're getting pulled down by the negativity. They verbalize a definite difference in the atmosphere when this team member is not working. We will call this negative team member Karen. (laughs) You like that? She's a Karen. So you've decided that something needs to change because it is becoming a toxic work environment for the larger group. So you invite Karen to meet with you one-on-one. You thank her for taking the time to meet, and you explain that you would like her help in working through something. You explain that you would like to discuss the goal or the outcome that you're hoping to achieve, the current reality that doesn't align with that goal, the options and the obstacles that you think lie between the current reality and the end goal, And most importantly, that you would like to finish the meeting with a clear way forward and that her partnership in that plan will be essential to a successful outcome. So then you go into your four-step outline in more detail. Explain your goal or your desired outcome. For this circumstance, your goal might be to have a positive and collaborative work environment in which team members work together support one another, and create a culture that is inviting for current and future team members. 
You want people to enjoy coming to work and walking through the door every day. Next, you state the current reality. It might go something like this. While there are certain days that the work environment is positive and collaborative, that is not true a majority of the time. I've observed and team members have been sharing concerns about growing negativity. It is actually compromising their ability to be productive and collaborative, which ultimately impacts the customers we serve. Karen, can you share your perspective and your observations regarding this? What do you see as your role in the current situation? Now, where the conversation goes from here can be a multitude of directions. The ideal scenario would be that Karen verbalizes an awareness and begins to acknowledge her role in the erosion of the work culture. But unfortunately, that will not be true of many people. If Karen indeed acknowledges some responsibility, you can thank her for her honesty and the level of self-awareness that she's showing and proceed to what you view as options to move forward in a positive direction. If she does not initially come out with any responsibility or self-awareness, you may need to expand further and share that a common perception among team members is that much of the negativity surrounds their interactions with her. You might continue by saying that you have a responsibility not only to Karen, but to the larger team to help facilitate a positive work environment. And then moving into step three, options and obstacles. You might say, I see two options. Number one, we can do nothing different, in which case I'm very concerned that the culture will continue to move in a negative direction. Or number two, we can work together to facil- facilitate positive change. Karen, being one of our senior staff members and someone with a high degree of influence on the team, I really need your help in meeting our goals. In order to see success, I need you to use your influence in a positive way. And you might go into detail about how that might look. And maybe end with something like, Karen, can I count on you to help me? and the team in this way, in this way forward. So this is where you then lead into your final step, the way forward. Let's talk about a plan going forward and how we can create some accountability. Then maybe you discuss specific changes or ideas, maybe behaviors that you need to see from Karen and suggestions for how she might help implement positive change. It's also important to talk about how you will monitor progress and what you will do for routine check-ins both with Karen and the other team members so that she knows that you're going to be making observations, checking in with her, and checking in with other team members to see if indeed things are moving in the right direction and that she knows she holds some level of accountability. And if things aren't going in a positive direction, there's going to need to be further conversation about what Karen's role is in creating obstacles or barriers when it comes to propagating positive change. 
obviously this is not as simple in real life sometimes, but it at least gives an example of how to apply the four steps. You could literally apply this to any personal conversation as well. Maybe it's with a difficult teenager or a difficult situation with your spouse. It allows you a framework and helps to increase the odds that you can remain calm and have a more effective exchange. Anytime you can communicate in a way that allows the other person to feel included and given an opportunity to share their perspective, improves the odds that you will have a more productive conversation and hopefully the desired outcome. So just to review the four steps that spell out the acronym GROW, G-R-O-W, you want to state the goal or the outcome that you're hoping to achieve. If you think about it as a journey, the goal is your destination. Next, you want to communicate the reality or the current situation that doesn't align to the ultimate goal. Using the journey as an analogy, this is your starting place, your right now situation, or the behaviors you're observing right now. Third, you discuss options and obstacles. What you see as potential solutions and any obstacles that are already or anticipated to be roadblocks to completing the journey to the destination. Finally, you discuss a way forward, ideally an agreed-upon plan and the expectations that will allow for a successful journey, a way forward to accomplish the goal. So again, the four steps, G-R-O-W, goal, reality, options and obstacles, and way forward. I hope you find this framework helpful in approaching difficult conversations. And not even necessarily difficult conversations. It could be any conversation where you want to be intentional about communicating a desired outcome and develop a plan to move forward toward that goal. It's easy to remember and I find it helps to keep the conversation productive. Now, there are always that small minority of people that just are not willing to be influenced or consider another perspective, no matter how well you frame a conversation. Don't be too hard on yourself when you encounter those. It is not you or the tool you use. It sometimes truly is that person's decision to have a mindset that doesn't allow for change. If you struggle with communicating effectively or being perceived as you intend, I can help. I absolutely love coaching others on different ideas for scripting and framing conversations. I consider it one of my giftings. I'm really passionate about effective communication strategies. It is so important to set up a conversation in a way that that welcomes interaction instead of putting someone on the offensive. If I can help coach you through a difficult situation or conversation, I would love to help. Set up a free discovery call at gracefilledleader.com or email me at tanya at gracefilledleader.com. That's T-A-N-Y-A at gracefilledleader.com. 
I would love, love, love to help you become a more confident and effective communicator. For today, that is all the golden nuggets of wisdom I have for you, my friends. Until next time, I pray the Lord fills you with gratitude, peace, and His amazing grace. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.